You are listening to the weekly podcast of Mount Vernon Baptist Church Westwood in Memphis, Tennessee. We pray you enjoy today's message. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the error, arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all of your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver in honor. With long life I will satisfy and show my salvation. The word of God for the people of God. Can we just thank God for his word right now? Amen. I want to share with us next few moments from the subject, dwelling in the secret place. Dwelling in the secret place place. Thank God for this choir, band, musicians, saxophonists, drummer, pianist, organist, sounding so good, setting the tone of our worship experience. Thank God for Reverend Chris Thornton in the house, great pastor and member of our church. He pastors down in Mississippi, and every now and then he's able to show up at home. So we thank God for Pastor Chris back there. Amen. Give God praise for Pastor Chris Thornton. Brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, today we gather to delve into the rich tapestry of Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is truly a beacon of hope and a testament to the protection and the power of God. 
It is in these verses that we find a profound declaration of trust and a covenant of protection for those who choose to abide in his presence, the presence of the Almighty. As we navigate the complexities and the trials of life, this psalm serves as a reminder that our refuge and our fortress is always accessible. It invites us to dwell in the shadow of the Almighty. It says the secret place of the Most High and the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. This is a place where fear is dispelled by faith. This is a place where turmoil is calmed by divine assurance. It's the secret place of God's presence. It's a personal experience that every believer ought to know how to have as you are aiming to have a close relationship with the Lord. Today I just want to, the, the, the text is loaded. You, you just read all of those verses. Is it not loaded with truth and inspiration? And so there's no way that we'll be able to unveil or unwrap, uncover all of the wonderful nuggets that are found in Psalm 91. I just want to give us a few and let us go home and watch the Cowboys win today. Amen. So I won't, won't be very long today. And the church said, amen. Use your outside voice. Say amen again. Reverend, you said, did you say amen, Reverend? He didn't say amen. Kansas City. What, 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 how can we abide or dwell in the secret place? This is what I want to talk about. If we, if we intend to dwell in the secret place, then we have to learn something about abiding in his presence. Notice verse 1 and 2. He who dwells, don't get caught up with that pronoun he because it's for all of us. Amen. Men, women, boys, girls, all of us, who, whosoever. Let's, let's replace he with whosoever. Can we say that? Whosoever dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And so here the psalmist begins with a profound statement of residence because to dwell means to live in or to be constantly present. So what's your address today? Nowadays, people may want to know where you live, what part of town you live in. You can live wherever God guides and provides, but all physical addresses are temporary. Amen, somebody. What's your zip code? 38109, 38116. What's your zip code? What is your zip code? Because whatever your zip code is, it's a temporary zip code. What county do you live in? Live in Shelby County, DeSoto County. What Tipton County? Whatever county you live in, it's temporary. Where's your house? What's the square footage of your home? No matter where your house is or the square footage, it's, it's temporary. So, so let us not evaluate or evaluate ourselves based on temporary dwelling places. Don't feel that you're better or less than because of where you live or the house that you live in. Don't get your nose up so high in the sky 
because you live somewhere out there somewhere where can't nobody find you and you way out there somewhere and that's fine if you live out there but don't you gain value from that and don't start looking down and feeling sorry for yourself because you don't have what somebody else has because the truth of the matter is all of this stuff that we find value in this material stuff it's all temporary and so we don't have to get a sense of value or importance based on what we have or where we live. You can have a big house, but make sure you have a home. Amen. You can drive a fancy car and still have no direction in life. You can live in the most, you can have the most luxurious wardrobe, but feel empty on the inside. And then you can have the red bottom shoes and not know which step to take in life. Because all of it is temporary. And we must do what, what they told us, build our hopes on things eternal. Hallelujah. And so the best address to have, the best zip code to have, the best county to live in is mentioned right here in the text. The shelter that's spoken here is not a temporary home. It's not a temporary covering. It's an eternal place. It's a dwelling place. It's the shadow of the Most High God. It's the presence of God Almighty. And I don't know how you feel about it, but if you have a wonderful physical address, but don't know how to dwell in the presence of God, then you're missing out on something in life. The Bible is trying to help us to understand that as we live this life, we got to learn how to abide in the presence of God. Amen, somebody. So let me give us some tools here to help us to abide in him. Do you know how to abide in him? I want you to go to uh, the book of John, chapter 15. I want you to see something here. It's not in my notes, so we're going to give this one. This is outside of my notes, but I want you to see here. Look at John chapter 15 in verse 4. Because here we have the psalmist is giving attention to the importance of abiding in his presence. And then we have here the gospel of John chapter 15. Jesus is saying something so powerful. And I could take you to 1 John because John tends to have a theme of abiding in his presence. That's part of his basic theology. Look at the Gospel of John, chapter 15, and verse 4. And what does it say? Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one that abides in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. How many of y'all believe that to be true? Give God praise. Amen. And so we have to learn how to abide in him. Let me give you a few points here that help us abide. Number one, practice the presence of God every day and throughout the day. Practice the presence of God. That means throughout the day, acknowledge God's presence in every situation. Invite him into your activities. And sometimes you might need to use reminders. Bible verses. As you go throughout the day, you walk into your place of employment tomorrow, 
Thank God for his divine presence. You walk in there and say, God, I thank you for your presence. You're going into a meeting of some sort. You thank God that his presence is with you. Going into the hospital room. You have to see the doctor or have surgery. God, I thank you for your presence. We have to learn to abide in his presence. And how we abide in his presence is simply acknowledging that he is present. Amen. Help me say, God is here right now. And I want you to know that if you are a believer, I want you to know where the headquarters of God's presence is. And the headquarters is, put your hand on your shoulder, put your hand on your chest, say, I'm Holy Ghost headquarters. Say, God is here. God is in me. Now give God praise if you believe that this morning. Amen. We have to practice the presence of God, acknowledge his presence. And then we have to establish daily routines of prayer and worship. On Sunday, we come and we get a refuel, so to speak. We hear amazing music. And we hear amazing preaching. Say amen. And then we have amazing pew partners and prayer partners that we fellowship with. But you can't wait to Sunday. You got to know how to have a routine of prayer and worship every day of your life. Amen. Reading the word of God daily. Spending time with God. This is how you abide in him. Practice his presence and establish daily routines of prayer and worship. That means that here's the challenge for us, Mount Vernon Nation. I want you to set aside some time each day this week for prayer and meditation of the scripture. And Psalm 91 is a great scripture to start with. That you can take Psalm 91 every day this week and let God speak to you. And then you can go over to John and let God speak to you. Every day of this week, spend some time in prayer and in worship and watch the presence of God saturate your mind and your soul this week. Amen. We have to practice the presence of God. We have to establish daily routines of prayer and worship. Then we have to cultivate a heart of gratitude. There's so many other points in dwelling in his presence and practicing, abiding. But these three, practice his presence, daily routine of prayer and worship, daily routine of prayer and worship. That means while you're driving down 3rd Street, don't lift both of your hands, but lift, lift, lift your hand, lift your voice and say, Lord, I thank you. And then there's, there's no one in the car with you sometimes, and you can go ahead and sing in every key that you want to sing in, because he says, make a joyful noise. Amen. Daily worship. And I believe I have a witness here that if you worship God, God has a way of meeting you at that place of worship. God has a way of showing up right there. This is how you abide in his presence, spiritual discipline, and then cultivate a heart of gratitude. Some people actually keep a gratitude journal uh, to keep record of the blessings and the faithfulness of God in their lives. But to cultivate a heart of gratitude, that means that we must regularly give thanks 
and recognize God's hand at work in our life. We have to, we don't really have to search for a reason to thank God. We already have a reason to thank God. And every day we have to learn how to say, Lord, I thank you. If we can't say anything else, we ought to be able to say, Lord, I thank you. Well, pastor, you don't know all that I'm going through in life. I don't have to know all that you're going through because I know that God is still worthy to be thanked for his goodness and his mercy. Lord, I thank you. I have a reason to tell you thank you. You can just look around and say, God, I thank you for allowing me to be alive right now. That means you gave me another chance. Lord, I thank you. God, I thank you that you've given me a reasonable portion of health and strength. I have a reason to lift my hands and tell you thank you. And you'll be surprised how many people live their life every day without lifting their hands and telling God thank you. But I want you to know that if you want to have strength and power and deliverance, you got to get to a point where you can lift your hands unashamed. Don't matter who looking at you. Doesn't matter what they're going to say about you. You got to get to a place where you say, God, I thank you. You know what you brought me through. And I know what you brought me through. They may not know what you did for me, but I know what you did for me. And God, I want to tell you, thank you right now. Thank you for providing for me. Thank you for fighting for me. Thank you for giving me strength. Thank you for turning it around. Thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and your mercy. Is there anybody here that just want to tell God, thank you. Hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy. That's a, you know, that's a reason to tell God thank you because of who he is. And so if we want to abide in his presence, then we have to cultivate a life of gratitude. And then as the text, the text goes on, we have to not only abide in his presence, but we have to appreciate his protection. Help me say, I appreciate you, God, for protecting me. Now give him praise for that right now. We have to appreciate his protection. It says in verse, look at verses three through six, but look, it says, surely he shall, he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. We are given concrete examples of the extent of God's protection. He talks about traps and diseases and military attacks. He talks about plagues and sudden death and destruction. And this is not an exhaustive list. This is a probe list. This is a list designed to jog our memory and to help us to see jog our thinking and to help us to see all of the many ways that God is protecting us. The list of potential dangers is designed to get, help us to see that God's grace and power is amazingly at work in our lives. He is showing us that God covers us in ways that we really cannot number. All day yesterday, all day yesterday, he saved us from dangers seen and unseen. And we got to appreciate that. While we were in the parking lot, in the grocery store, God was sheltering and shielding us and watching out for us. As we drove on the highway, 
this morning he saved us from road rage road rage and we have to appreciate that as our children sat in school he delivered them from all kinds of dangers and we must appreciate that he delayed you today that's why i'll never get mixed up if i'm running whatever somebody come late or whatever many times god is delaying you for your deliverance let me run that by us one more time god knows how to slow you down so you can avoid a tragedy that's why we got to appreciate god's goodness and his protection in our lives no we're gonna yes we're gonna have some times where we can't understand what happened or why it happened but you are a living witness that god is true to his word that he will protect his people because you are here right now if you want a shining example of god's promise of protection look up here at me right now i'm here right now because angels watched over me and you are here right now because god has protected you if you appreciate it, you ought to give God praise this morning. I said, if you really appreciate his protection, you ought to give him praise right now. If you appreciate how he stepped in and made the devil back down, you ought to give him glory right now. He is the one who has protected us. And before seven o'clock this morning, God blessed us about a trillion times. And I always say, if God has given us an ocean of protection, then we owe him more than an ounce of praise. Because whatever God chooses to do, God does not have to do it. And if he kept dangers from your life, then we owe him the praise. We got to appreciate. God, I thank you. All of the road rage going on around us, bullets flying everywhere. God, I thank you that I'm still here. It's only by your protection. Lord, I appreciate you. Hallelujah. God doesn't owe us anything. We think about all this violence and killing it makes your heart sick it makes you mad when you see people stealing and killing and and robbing and gunning people down i hate to see it i hate to hear it but i got enough sense to pause all of my frustration and say lord if you kept me god i want to tell you thank you i wish i had some help here now i wish i had somebody that's not a shame to tell god lord i thank you for keeping me alive Thank you that last night was not my last night. Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. Like the saints of old used to say, thank you that the four walls of my room wasn't the four corners of my grave. God, I thank you for protecting me. Give him praise, church. Give God glory. Give him glory. Hallelujah. Man, we're faced with all kinds of perplexities in life. We can't answer everything. But we ought to have enough spiritual intelligence to be a, appreciative of what God is doing in our lives. Because he doesn't owe us anything. And really, if our lives were to flash up on that screen, we would walk out of here in embarrassment. But God knows how to look past your fault and see your need. Hallelujah. God, I thank you. I appreciate you. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I appreciate you. Give him glory. Love on him. Love on him. Let him know you appreciate him. God, we appreciate you. Hallelujah. Look at verse 11 and 12, y'all. And I'm closing here. For the first time, I'm closing here. Look at verse 11 and 12. 
He says, the psalmist, he discloses how God dispatches angels. My goodness. Angelic beings. Bodyguards. Angelic bodyguards. The angels are deputized to protect you. This psalm brings me so much joy because I know that I have assigned angels watching over me right now. We're not here by ourselves. We thank God for his presence. There are angels. If our eyes could be open to the spirit realm right now, it's more than just us in this room right now. I said there are angels here right now. Thank God we have security all over the place. And we have cameras all in the house. And we can watch and see. And we got securities. And we got a plan. If something breaks out, we know how to get in and get out. But I give God glory right now. Because without a security guard, without a nine millimeter, I thank God for the angels watching over me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank God. How? What do we have to do to abide in his presence? We have to dwell. We have to appreciate. And then lastly, we must activate our love for the Lord every day. Verse 14 and 16. The psalm is amazing because the psalmist is talking from verses 1 all the way down to 14. And then we get to verse 14. God talks back. And he says, because he loves me, says the Lord. I will rescue him. It says, because he has set his love on me, I will rescue him. I will protect whosoever because they acknowledge my name. He says, now they will call upon me and I will answer. I will be with whosoever in trouble and I will deliver whosoever and honor whosoever who knows my name and calls my name. And here it is in the concluding verses, we see the reciprocal relationship between God and his faithful. Love and acknowledgement of God's name leads to rescue and protection. And here it is, the promise of salvation that is available. It's available to all who call upon the name of the Lord with a sincere heart. Notice the blessings that the Lord gives to the worshiper who loves God and knows his name. Thank you, Lord God. We have a great promise of deliverance. He says, I will deliver. We have a promise that God will elevate. He says, I will raise, lift him up. We have a great promise of answered prayer. He says, I will visit, I will honor the child of God who knows my name and understands the power of my name. I thank God that God promises to bless those who love him. And I thank God here today that I'm not the only one in the room that can testify and help me spread a word that no matter what's going on in a person's life, God has decided to bless you if you love him. And I want you to know you may not be all that you want to be, but if you love the Lord, let me see you wave your hand. If you, if you really love him today, if you love God, 
He says, I, because he has loved me, I will rescue him. And I thank God for the blessings that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Because the scripture teach over and over again that God would bless those who love him. In James chapter 1 and verse 12, he says, blessed is the one who endures temptation. For when that person is tried, they will come out and receive the crown of life. Which, which the Lord has promised to everyone that loves him. And then if you look at James chapter 2 and verse 5, he says, I have promised to give them the kingdom, those who love me. And then I thank God for Romans 8 and 28, where it says, all things work together for the good of those who love God. I am shouting happy this morning that God has decided to bless those who love him. He says, those who know my name, those who love me and those who know my name, I thank God, I give him praise that I know his name today. And if you look at the text, notice the text. The text deals with high theology because the only two names that you see here in terms of theology, two, El Elyon and El Shaddai. That's high theology. El Elyon, that's the Lord God, the maker of heaven and earth. And El Shaddai, that's the many-breasted one, the one who sits high, but he looks low. But I give God praise that he moves from high theology, and then he goes to plain language. He says, everybody may not know how to say El Elyon. Not everyone knows how to embrace El Shaddai. He said, let me break it down for you. He said, God is my refuge. Hallelujah. He is my fortress. He is my deliverer. Is there anybody here that just know that God will be for you whatever you need? Oh, bless his name. Somebody give him praise here. Somebody give God praise. I give him glory right now. I know his name. You know, our ancestors had some unique ways of helping us to understand the power of God. They said, God is my leaning post. Do you know anything about that? Won't he prop you up on your leaning side? He said, God is my leaning post. I saw some people walking in church today. They had to use a cane. It don't matter if you have to use a cane. Thank God that you're able to walk and use the cane. But here it is. The psalmist says, you want to know what God is like? Just like that stick you're holding. He won't let you fall. You can lean on him. Oh, I wish I had some help here. He said, they said, he's my midnight rider. You can be in the midnight darkness all around you but you are not by yourself there's somebody riding with you he's my midnight rider then they go on and say what they were singing this morning he's my way maker he's my heart fixer he's my mind regulator he's my bridge over troubled water he's my burden bearer he's my bread when i'm hungry he's my water when i'm thirsty is there anybody here that knows his name Hallelujah. And then the scripture says that he has given him a name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. Whatever you need is in his name. Oh, help me praise his name right now. Help me give God praise. Help me give God glory. Jesus, my everything. Jesus, my friend when I'm lonely. Jesus, my lawyer in the courtroom. Jesus oh he has everything in his name he said those who love me and know how to call my name it's one thing to know his name but you got to know how to call his name some people are too 
sophisticated to shout. They're too educated to get loud. They're too hard to holler. They're too cool to clap. But I wonder if there's anybody that's not ashamed to call his name. Help me say Jesus. Come on, say Jesus. Help me say Jesus. That's the name. He's the one that gave his hands to the nails. He's the one that gave his feet to the spike. He's the one that died and was buried. But early Sunday morning, he got up with all power. His name is Jesus. The more I call him, the better I feel. Because there's power in that name. And if we're going to abide in his presence and learn how to dwell in the secret place, then we got to know that name. Got to know how to call that name. We have to know how to bless that wonderful name. I said bless that wonderful name. We got to know how to bless his name and praise him. And as we do that, church, we can rest assured that no matter how many bullets fly our way and how many crazy folks cut us off in the highway, you don't even have to look over at them. Don't even look over. Just understand that if I'm still here, God has been good to me. Hallelujah. That's the other day. Somebody, me and another car almost had a fender bender, but it didn't happen. And that person wanted to slow down and stop and fuss about it. Said, man, go on, we still alive, go ahead. If you're still here, what are you fighting for? Give God praise that we're still here. Amen. There's somebody in this room here today. We're gonna have a word of prayer for everyone. But there may be one person in the room today say, Pastor, I'm ready to give my life to Jesus. I'm ready to join the church. This is your time right now. Come and stand with me. No testimonies today. Only those who are ready to receive Christ as Savior, ready to make Mount Vernon your church home. This is your time to come right now. Hallelujah. The door is open for you. The invitation is yours. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All night, all day. The angels. Watch it. Thank y'all. Mothers. The door is open for you. The invitation is yours. God is speaking to you right now has a plan for your life. He wants you to say yes to him. Yes, God. Always say yes to the Lord. Hallelujah. Doors open for you. Let us pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. Help us to abide in your presence. Help us to walk in your power, thanking you every day for your protection. Help us, O oh God, to love you more dearly 
Help us, God, to walk in faith and not fear. That we would trust you. That we would thank you. I pray now that as we go throughout our week, this week, Lord God, that we would abide in your presence in a new and special way. We pray this in Jesus' name. And every heart said amen, amen, amen. Give God praise, church. Give him glory here. Take your seat. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.